Welcome to MVP Weird Sports Illustrated, Charlotte Wilder and Jessica Smetana. And this is the Most Valuable Podcast. Brought to you by the Most Valuable Podcasters. Jess, I am not okay. I know, Charlotte, you are kind of shaking. I'm... So there's game seven tonight and last night, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Yes. Oh God. I already if you're screwed. listening to this. You already know who won. And if Charlotte should be happy, excited or like nervous, excited. Yeah. If you're listening to this, can you just zip back into the past and tell me what happened? Uh, Blues Bruins game seven. I'm going. It'll be really interesting to see if I make my train after this. So you'll also know if I made my train or not. Right. Charlotte's cutting it a little bit close, but we had to record the pod, had to let the people know what's been going on in the sports world. So she's going to she's going to do the pod and then sprint to Penn Station. As I've always said, pod before everything. <laughs> you know, it's like bros before hoes. What's like a po- pod before... Uh, train. <laughs> yes. Pod, and as I've rhyme. always said, pod before train, folks. Mm. Um, yeah, so what we... what we First of all, though, before we get to game seven, because I need to chill out, I think, before we yeah, talk we don't about need, this. We shouldn't talk about hockey right off the bat. I think we need to just kind of regroup thank like, you take, take okay let's both take a deep breath okay. everyone if you're listening mm-hmm. take a deep breath into your nose out through your mouth okay let's talk about that actually helped a lot did it yeah i feel like okay. a real sense of calm just come over me uh we're probably both gonna be talking pretty fast in this episode. i'm a little worried i know we're gonna have to <laughs> One be like note rant. <laughs> i just had a lot of iced coffee and i'm feeling it right now <laughs> And I had a normal amount of coffee, but mm. like the sports nerves are enough yeah. that it's just kicking everything up Game a notch. Sevens are- Game sevens are. We're not doing this yet. Okay, we're not doing this. Okay. Yet. Raiders are on hard knocks. This is this is what we have been waiting for. I think for months. I just this is what this is what we wanted, right? This is exactly what we wanted. We wanted we wanted the Raiders and John Gruden on hard knocks to yes. get an inside look at what a just giant cluster <laughs> this entire thing is probably going to be. A cluster. I'm I'm sort of try- I've like <laughs> leaned into not swearing. I, I don't know why. Like I swear normally, a but cluster for- of fun. <laughs> a cluster fun. <laughs> um, okay, on the Raiders team. Yes, John Gruden is the coach. Mm-hmm. He's best friends with Guy Fieri. People forget that. So that drove me crazy. The first thing. Do you remember? I think it was maybe 2016, 2017 when Gruden was still. Um, doing Monday Night Football, he and Guy Fieri before a Raiders game, I think it was, ate sandwiches together. Mm. And Guy is a huge Oakland fan. Like he's, yeah. you know. Big Warriors guy. Yeah, he's from that area of the Bay. <laughs> that Bay area, as some people call it. <laughs> and uh, and so when when this news broke, well, first of all, thank you for texting me immediately. Cause I, yeah, that I, te- was, you were the, I texted you before I even like processed it in my own brain. Which is the most crucial thing um and then i tweeted i was like i hope guy fieri is on all the elite like i hope he shows up at least twice and everyone was like what why how do people forget that guy fieri and john gruden are friends i kind of forgot about it too like i I haven't really done my my research on it but okay backtracking for a second yes john gruden is a coach of the raiders mark davis bull haircut man is the owner yes uh antonio brown is a wide receiver on the team vontez perfect was picked up in the offseason. Richie Incognito signed with the team like a month ago. Um, And one of my personal favorite players, Hunter Renfro, was drafted by them. I... Wait, <laughs> until you until you just said all of that, I did not process how ridiculous this is going to be. Yeah. Those people are all... K- kind of insane. Kind of off their rockers. Yeah. And when also you- Nathan Peterman is one of the like roster oh quarterbacks. <laughs> and then you have Derek Carr, who's, who's just going to cry weird. the whole time. <laughs> Uh, Derek, sweetie, your eyeliner is running. 
Honestly, men who have perfect eyelashes and like look like they're wearing yes. eyeliner, even if they're not, it's not fair. I'm very We've said jealous. This before. I, I, I will stare at people's eyelashes sometimes and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I would actually kill. No, a- I'm about to cut <laughs> off your eyelashes <laughs> and, and glue, glue them, them to my face. <laughs> People pay a lot of money for eyelashes these days. A lot of money. A lot of money. So Brandon is staring at us like we have just rocked his world with <laughs> hey, this Brandon, information. Have you ever noticed men's eyelashes before? Uh, No. All right. Well, well. Maybe you should pay more attention. <laughs> so, Jess, what is your prediction? Like, what do you think is going to be the biggest? I think there is, is there going to be yeah. like one moment. I think there's going to be a whole Hunter Renfro thing. I think they're going to play up because they always do. They always pick a couple of rookies who they, you know, like follow along through their mm-hmm. journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I like think the Bachelor. I think they're going to definitely do some something about him. He's like a college football fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to be all over that. Um, I think they're probably going to stay away from Richie Incognito, if I had to guess. It's wild to me that Richie Incognito is... In the league. In the league. He's and done also, a lot of... He's done a lot of terrible things. Unhinged. The things that an unhinged person would do. Yeah. We'll say it that way. Right. We're not going to, you know, get sued for libel here. But he's done some really awful things. And also that fans are still like, oh, Richie. <laughs> I'm like, no. Yeah, he's kind of... So but, I hope they stay away from him. I hope they really lean into Antonio Brown. Me too. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, seems the, the wide receiver room is of uh, that team is it's going to be crazy. Also, just like give me as much Nathan Peterman as possible. Could not agree more. Um, I'm going to have Billy Joel's Piano Man stuck in my head all the end of summer. You know, I I tweeted this, and I I'm sorry if you saw my tweet, but I'm going to repeat it. You know how they open every episode, like every season, with like a a really quiet, like you hear like the like the sprinklers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's all quiet. Whoa! And the, wait, wait, wait. That was an incredible sprinkler sound effect. Do that again. I that yeah, that was like perfect. Okay, they open every episode with like this really quiet, like oh, this is the field, like the sun's rising, mm-hmm. training camp's about to start, and like the cameras on the ground yes, with like grass exactly. close and up. You see like dew on the on the grass, <laughs> yeah. and like the sun's coming up, and it's beautiful, like serene. But they should do that like type of scene, but it's Mark Davis getting his hair cut, and you just hear like <laughs> you just hear it's like the screen's black, and you hear like. St- 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 and then you like kind of like come into focus and he's getting his hair cut. And it's Mark Davis with a bowl on his head and the, yes. the hairstylist is like cutting around the bowl. And exactly. then you hear, um, is it Lee Schreiber? Yeah. And he's like, Raiders owner Mark Davis <laughs> comes to this small mom and pop shop to get his hair cut every year on the first day of training camp. Some of you might have been wondering why he's made the series of bizarre moves he's made. And it's because the shadow man running the team is actually his hairstylist. <laughs> oh, that's a Plot conspiracy twist. theory. Honestly, yes. I think that that has to happen. Um, I just can't wait to hear Gruden talk so much. He, yeah. His voice did is... You, did you see the SITV documentary Next Level about the Reese Senior Bowl? Oh, yeah, that, the Will, two, that Will Pyle made? Yeah, he directed it. Shout out, Will. Good good buddy. Um, it They had a lot of good Gruden moments on it. Did, they, they did not get enough credit for the Grudenisms in that um, documentary. I wish I remembered what the one was that was really funny. He basically like made a joke where he, he was like, football is all about the three Fs. Football, family, like, and then a word that didn't start with an F. And everyone was like, ha, 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 ha. Like, it was just so <laughs> stupid and lame. And I was like, I was like, Gruden is peaking right now at the Senior Bowl. Like, that is where he thrives. Oh, my God. He crushes with, like, with that demographic. Yeah. It reminds uh, me of the time we were at a bar and you told a dad joke really well. And I was like, John Gruden would be so proud of Charlotte right now. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jess. You told a really good dad joke. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, Every once in a while, they hit. I'd say, like... 
most of I'd say like my dad joke hit rate isn't that high, but when it is, it's like sixty percent of the time every time. Mm, you're not Mike Trout. You're like uh, Tr- Jason Hayward. I'll take it. Honestly, <laughs> he's still in the majors. Um, before we move on to Game Seven of uh, the NHL, because I, I think I'm ready to finally talk about it. Um, okay. One last thing about Gruden. He was he was so great on Monday Night Football, and it's been a a travesty that we have been robbed of Gruden's <laughs> screen time. Was he great? I mean, he was he like, was entertaining. He was. I guess it's just like looking at Booger and you know Joe Tess and Witten made me really right, miss Gruden, yeah. and he was entertaining. He, maybe he wasn't great, but he was fun to watch. And so I'm just glad that we're going to get this man back on our screens. Shit, Mike Lennon is on the Raiders right now. He is. I'm going through the roster right now. Yeah, this is When did that be, happen? I have no idea. I guess last year, maybe this offseason, I'm not sure. I think the Bears are still paying him his like $18 million <laughs> contract or something. I will never forget. They have the linebacker Brandon Marshall. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... Ronald Ollie is on the Raiders <gasps> oh, from Last from, Chance U. I love him. Yeah. Jess, we're going to have to do... like Colin I think, Farrell, Tavon Coney from Notre Dame, linebacker, undrafted. Wow. We might have to do like a separate pod each week just breaking down We're going to have knocks. to do... Sorry, Brandon, but we might have to do two of these, two a days for a hard knock. <laughs> we're going to have to do like a hard... Hard Knocks comes out Tuesday nights, right? Yeah. So perfect. Oh. We'll watch it and then do like a Hard Knocks, knocks segment. Wednesday That's perfect. mornings when we record. I love it. Great. Well, wow. you guys have that to look forward super, to. You're welcome. Super into this. <laughs> All right. Also, Antonio Brown, I just still don't love you anymore. I know. It's fine. I know. Let's talk about hockey. Okay. Um, Here's what I'm worried about. So we were going to record this as like, do one congrats to the Blues and one congrats to the Bruins. Mm. I'm worried that even if I, if I do that now, it'll be like the St. Louis newspaper that yeah. jinxed. Well, we don't know if they jinxed them Cursed. yet, but they kept running. They kept saying congrats to the Blues and the Blues haven't won. They, yeah. So the St. Louis Tribune, was it? Yeah. Um, or Dispatch? Something like that. I don't know. It's like Herald, Career Dispatch, <laughs> Post, uh, Gazette. One of the like few local Times, newspapers that like, still exists, right? In the, this all, they all have the same like name, right? I get it. I mean, that's how you name things. <laughs> that's what newspapers used to be called. Um, but anyways, they posted an, an ad that was congratulating the Blues for winning on their like electronic newspaper copy Sunday morning before Game Six, and then the Blues lost. And then there was um, another website made where they it's just congrats to the Blues dot com or some oh like God. garbage. Yeah, that is like that is like. That is un 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 uh what's the word tenable un unforgivable forgivable does that mean that you're not forgiving them then that's what yes. I mean yes yes it's unforgivable Thank that you. is not to be forgiven <laughs> you Honestly, must not forgive if I were a blues fan I'd be like what the hell are you guys doing like this is our they haven't won since forever I mean ever, ever. they yeah. haven't won ever like, they haven't ever. been in it in forty thousand years and uh, you can't <laughs> like don't screw this up for them but. I hope it does screw it up for them because I really, really want the Bruins to win. Um, and it's the first. Go ahead. It's it's really obnoxious. It's the first uh, Boston chance to win a championship at home. Like only the second oh game that God. has ever I'm happened there. You know who won at home? And I mean, in Boston, in hockey, the Blackhawks. Yeah. When they scored two goals in 17 seconds. That was like one of the best nights of my life, not to brag. <laughs> you I were was, somewhere I, like curled up in fetal position and I was somewhere like smoking a cigar, honking my car horn. 
And I just like to think about that sometimes. You were definitely honking your car horn. If you had a car in New York, you would just be sitting in it watching sports honking your car horn. <laughs> you get towed like every night and have I'd you, have to come get your car from like that's booted camp. Here's a question. You've yeah. been to like Patriots Super Bowl wins, ugh, two of them. Oh my God. You've been to like World Series games. You've been to Bruins games. This is, I don't even know why I'm, ta- I'm saying this. I hate, I hate admitting this. But but have you ever been in Boston when the team has won other than like when you were a little kid? No, Jess. And I'm, that's why I think this is like, I, I'm so nervous and I wasn't expecting to be as nervous because I don't know. It's, you just never, you never know how you're going to feel. And yeah. then the moment comes and it's a huge thing like the the great thing about sports is that like it makes you feel connected to where you're from yeah regardless of where that place is and for me being there and like seeing my friends and family when i'm not at the game and then going to the game it's all like it gets very emotional yeah it's and, fun yeah it's cool i was in Humblebrag, chicago after the blackhawks won their third stanley cup in mm-hmm. 2015 and it was one of the coolest nights of my life like it was just people were out in the streets just partying and like going crazy it's euphoria it was so fun it's, yeah. i think it's like the highest human emotion after yeah. like i don't know having kids and falling in love maybe i wouldn't <laughs> I'm not, you know what i mean though it's like yeah this heightened state it really is and it's so great because it doesn't really matter like it matters a lot but also no, at but the end of the day it's, it's sports. sports yeah but it's it's fun i don't know the inverse of that is like if boston loses tonight and I'm gonna go, pull, goes vancouver <laughs> on on the streets and there's like riots i'm actually scared either way that could like, happen in St. my assignment is to write about like what happens after if you know yeah yeah. and i'm a little nervous about just like being on the streets of boston (laughs) it's gonna get lit on fire you're gonna see me just like holding on to a street sign like dangling Dangling, above like someone like someone when you're in college and they put your tree like your your bike in the tree and it's charlotte and she's like stuck in a tree someone some bully came and threw her into the tree i'm just like jess Jess. (laughs) someone get me down she's not here and they're like charlotte just jump down your two feet off the ground it's fine <laughs> you haven't seen men in tights yet have you no oh, okay we got it i'm gonna watch rudy and you're gonna watch robin hood men in tights we are watching rudy together next week actually I'm so excited we'll plug that on next week's show okay. um, um but yeah i think there are a few things we have to talk about sports wise one um if the blues lose it's the newspaper's fault but it's also john ham's fault yeah. He shaved his beard. That's super messed up, right? Yeah, that's uh, honestly more unforgivable than the than the newspaper. How can you live with yourself? John Ham shaving his beard is like touching the Prince of Wales trophy and like yeah, like putting it in your bed with you and sleeping with it. Like you don't do it. It's like max contact. Did no one tell Do you think he had like an event that he had to <laughs> max contact? Do you think he had an I was going to say something way dirtier than that, but I censored myself because you know what I meant, I, what I was going to say, but yeah, I didn't say it. No, you didn't. Proud of you. Look at this us. This podcast has been PG-13 rated <laughs> so far. Um, also, the the you know the NHL loves to, I mean, all sports, but loves to show the celebrities and the NHL has been bringing them up into the between yes. the intermissions and they brought up Jenna Fisher, who played Pam on The Office and John Krasinski, as we know, because I freaked out when I met him. Yes, um, who's a Boston fan. Exactly. And, and they were sort Pam of like, is a... Blues, Blues fan. fan. Was Did she you from see? Louis? Yeah. Oh. Did you see Twitter getting like all anti Pam? <sighs> or was that just because i'm a boston fan and like those are the people i follow or did you also see that i didn't really see that but um i do think that there has been a strong anti-pam 
Beasley sentiment on the internet in the last few years Why? since people started rewatching The Office. I don't know because Jim is the bigger asshole than Pam. I know. Pam is just kind of like sad and stuck in her job and like has this unfulfilled dream of being an artist that she never is able to fully realize because then she gets married to Jim and like has kids and like never really meets her like potential. She, but she like she has these great moments where she actually is She's a very really funny s- sweet and, like, and funny person I just, just a little understand. sad. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of when Breaking Bad was going on and everyone hated Anna Gunn and they were like fuck Anna Gunn like Skylar's a bitch and it's like dude she's an actress playing a character on a TV show. Chill chill out. I know. It's like that but now it's Jenna Fisher. And she it's, right? it just seems like the weirdest person to decide to hate. I was like okay everybody needs to chill out and relax yeah. here yeah. a little bit. Um, She's from Fort Wayne, Indiana, so... Oh. Did she live in St. Louis for a while? She was born in Fort Wayne, Jenna Fisher. Um, oh, she was raised in St. Louis. Okay. Her her mother was a history teacher. Her kids play hockey now. Learned that oh. on the broadcast. Well, anyone... Everyone needs to just be nice to Jenna Fisher and... Yeah. Like, can we maybe talk about how Jim was a jerk and wanted to go be a sports writer and move to Philadelphia? Not so, you know that I so never paper? finished The Office? I just, I'm realizing that most TV shows I just stopped watching before the last season. Well, it also didn't get very, like, it got worse as the right. season went on. I think I just like, a lot gave of shows up. Yeah. are that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, though, is um, Chara's jaw. Yeah, we said last week that we wouldn't play with a a broken jaw, but he did. He is a hockey guy. He's a machine. His jaw's been wired shut. He's been playing with... Is his with... jaw wired shut? Uh, okay, can I'm we pretty just sure. talk for a second about what the, the F that actually means? What, how so, do you wire a jaw shut? I think... Okay, I'm going to guess completely here. Are you Googling it? Because if you're searching it... Go I'm, ahead. Guess. I think it's kind of like braces. Oh, <gasps> God. Your face when <sighs> you just saw that. Is there a bad picture? No, it's just gross. Okay, here's here's my guess is that they attach things to your teeth and it's like braces, but they sort of connect it all so that you can't move your jaw. Yeah, ew, that's gross. Is that what it is? Wires can be looped around the braces of the upper and lower teeth to wire the jaw shut. The jaw may be wired shut due to trauma or mandibular fractures. That's like one of my... To immobilize it. That's like oh. your own... That's like claustrophobia in your own body. Ew. I hate oh. it. Oh. But anyway, Char's also been fighting with his jaw wired shut. Today, jaws may also be wired for weight loss purposes to prevent the ingestion of solid food. Oh, my God. What? Is that real? I just saw it on Google. Ugh. This sounds so painful. Did you have braces? I did not. I did. Not to brag. Brutal. Not to Uh, brag. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Brandon, did you have braces? Nope. And thank goodness I didn't. Why? Because those things look painful. Mm. Well, I, now, I mean, you could do like a Invisalign. I think my bottom teeth are getting all messed up. I'll probably do that eventually. <laughs> Turns 30. Show me your messed. bottom teeth. They look fine. Yeah. All right. Well, bad I got radio. a few years. <laughs> bad radio. Everyone, Charlie's You got teeth, teeth made for fine. radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just did an Al Michaels. I, you're so lower, right. Lower teeth. Um, Sorry. That's a, way, and a, that's a callback from like September. Man. Yeah. I'm real MVP VPs now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chara has, not only has this job been wired shut, he's been playing, he scored a game winner. I mean, it wasn't really a game winner because it was an empty net, but how do you feel about pulling goalies? I'm all over um, the place today. I apologize. Well, when Corey Crawford was pulled in the game six of the 2013 Stanley Cup Finals, the Blackhawks were able to score on the Bruins um, with a pass to Brian Bickle 
mm. to tie the game, and then 17 seconds okay, later, so, mm-hmm. one. How do you feel in general? <laughs> How do you feel in general? I think it's smart, honestly. Like I think teams probably wait too long in some cases to pull the goalie. Yeah, because they're scared, and I get it. Because like one empty netter, and the game's pretty much over. But it's a real all or nothing. That six on gamble. five advantage is. Wait. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I did math wrong yeah, no, you got <laughs> for it. a second. That's like that's huge in hockey. It's a real. Uh, my favorite thing about when they pull the goalie is that everything gets so chaotic. Like all, like all uh, of a sudden, one extra dude yes. on the on the ice, and you're like, oh There's my god, bodies yeah, everywhere. Like, people are flying through the air. My two favorite things in hockey are. They pulled the goalie and the cup is in the building. <laughs> oh, the cup is in the I love when the cup is I'm in the building. I'm going to pass out. Do you know what I, I think my plan is tonight, Jess? What? I think I'm going to stand by the elevator before the game and like see all the famous people who come into the arena. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yes. Okay. Cool. Just um, thought of that. Um, not to brag, but before we change the subject to talk about the NBA finals, mm-hmm. I just would like to remind you that I drank an Addy Light out of the Stanley Cup once. What? Yeah. You've never told me that. Really? When did, how did you do that? Um, well, back in the day, 2016, two Notre Dame players, um, Brian Rust and Ian Cole, were on the Penguins when they won the Stanley Cup the first time, and they brought the Stanley Cup to a tailgate at Notre Dame. No way! And I happened to be standing at like where they were in go- the right place. Like at the I right was, time. I was at like a tailgate of like hockey players at mm-hmm. Notre Dame, and apparent I didn't know that the Stanley Cup was even like in the vicinity of Notre Dame at the time. It was like a Notre Dame Nevada game, but you know, like Notre Dame is on NBC, and NBC does all the hockey games. So I think yeah. it was like a cross promotion situation. Oh, okay, they yeah, wanted to show sense. the cup on the field, like at halftime. You drank a beer out of the Stanley Charlotte, Cup. Charlotte, I was. This was one of the craziest things that's ever happened in my life. Like, I cannot tell you when the, the two times the, the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, uh-huh. like, I I was like, I need to find the cup, and I never did. And I worked at a news station, like, as an intern the summer, the third time they won the cup. And, like, the entire summer, I was, like, on cup watch. Like, I'd have to, like, chase the cup around the city so that the yeah. cameraman could, like, get videos of it going to, like, Cubs games and right. Bla- White Sox games and, like, whatever. But I never got to go near it because I was always, like, driving the car or doing stupid PA shit. So, anyways, I was, like, finally, like, whatever like I didn't I never got to see the cup and I was upset when the Blackhawks won it so then I was at this tailgate and I'm standing there and I see this black case roll up next to me and I like saw the shape of the the case and I was like that looks like the Stanley Cup case but why would it be here this is a Notre Dame Nevada tailgate and then I looked up and saw these two hockey players that I recognized obviously from Notre Dame and I was like oh my god wait that is the Stanley Cup that's they just won it and then they pulled it out I think it was Brian Russ, and he, like, lifted it over his head, and everyone in the parking lot, like, erupted, and then people just, like, swarmed him, but I was standing literally next to him, and then they started passing it around for people to drink out of, and I was like, my turn, so I, like, went in there. That's so cool. Drank an Adelite, first beer I had had in, like, two years, because I don't drink beer, Um, and it was, yeah, it was life-changing. I have a picture of it. I'll show it to you. Wow, okay. That's awesome. Wow, okay, well. Now you have to do it. Yeah, if I can, if I, I hope that next week I can join you in saying that I have also drank a beer out of the Stanley Cup. I have no idea what's about to happen. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I wish that some. I, I don't want to know, but like I want to know. You know, and there's no way of knowing. If, that, and it's about, funny because if you listen to this tomorrow, like you already know. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, tell me. It's like it's like us in tomorrow. I just I'm short circuiting. I just don't know how to handle it, but it'll be okay. I'm, I'm, I'm either way we've gotten very far. And by the time we record next week, it'll be like a week later. So you won't feel either as sad 
about it as you would or as like I can't even think about yeah. what this how is like I'll if we if recorded a podcast like the night after the cotton bowl i would have been like i don't want to do this it's so it's, luckily we have a week off yes you're right yeah. exactly okay well anyway go bruins we'll we'll find out what happens uh in the meantime we are going to transition to the nba let's do it because there is some really crazy shit that happened in game five <laughs> of the nba finals <laughs> game five i so i always that talk dramatic i always talk about how i don't really like basketball that much if every game was like game five like I was extremely entertained. I, it was so good. It was so good. Let's run through quickly what happened. So first, so Raptors, Warriors. Raptors could have won it all at home. Yeah. Kevin yeah, Durant. Raptors were up 3-1. Yeah. Raptors up 3-1. Kevin Durant um, had been injured and was apparently cleared to play. Comes into the game for 12 minutes, scores 11 points, yep. and then ruptures his Achilles tendon. Yeah. And then the game goes on and Kyle Lowry could have won it, but he airballs it. On a buzzer beater, which you know, it's not his fault. It's, it's a whole game comes down there to everybody. Were, yeah, there were a lot of lead changes. There was a lot of drama. There was injuries. There was the whole nine yards. And then afterwards, yep. Bob Myers, the um, Warriors, what is he? President operations, or president of football. What is he? I think he's the he's the GM. Oh, okay, president of GM operations, GM man. Uh, gave a press conference saying that Kevin Durant had been cleared by the doctors and that if it was anyone's fault, you could blame him. Uh, but he was crying. Um, actually, he's the president of basketball operations. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, the GM. <laughs> who's the GM? I don't know. I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. GM of the Warriors. Warriors. GM. Oh, they, he is the GM. He's both. Oh. Okay, well, so Bob. Okay, so okay. I was correct. Yeah, <laughs> we were both correct. Everyone's right. Um, <laughs> so let's just let's start unpacking this. Where do you where do you want to start with this? Do you want to start with KD? I hate unpacking. It's my I, least favorite thing about traveling. <laughs> I just unpacked. Okay, let's last just, night to pack today oh. after a week. I waited a week to unpack, and then I just only did it because I had to unpack again. I would hire someone to unpack for me. That's a great service. And do my laundry. You know how they have that te- that shirt company, Untuck It. Yes. Unpack it. Ooh, uh, you're onto something. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Kevin Durant. So, okay, here here is a few takes rolled into one big take. Hit me. That's not even really a take. It's more of a statement of fact. Everyone calls Kevin Durant like a little bitch and like he's whiny. He tweets all the time. He's too much online, like whatever. And then he gets hurt and he all of a sudden is like everyone's hero and we're all like oh man he loves the game so much no one cares more than him like good for him for going out there like he put his heart on the line whatever and I'm like okay but we've been clowning this guy for like three years now and then at the same time all the like Toronto fans were cheering after he went down and everyone was like Toronto fans are classless what like this is just despicable and it's like okay like I think they were cheering because in that moment they were like we're probably gonna win the NBA finals now um not like oh good that guy's hurt but it's kind of the same thing if you think about it and it's just like two huge reversals of takes right like Canadians are nice and now everyone's like Canada sucks they're right. mean and Toto it's like are awful and it's like Kevin Durant's a little bitch and now they're like he has more heart than anyone in the- and I'm like this was probably 10 minutes of everyone's life like what yeah what? a lot happened here's my take on the Toronto fans though like I also have a take on. The I Toronto get, match. I get, like you got caught up in the moment, and like if someone's next to you is cheering, you're probably like cheering because you're like, oh, it's just kind of like a hive mentality situation. I completely agree with you. Also, like it does look bad. Like I think it just is b- bad optics. Also, like 
every fan base has really shitty fans. I'm sorry. That's just a fact. People want to shit on Boston fans. They want to shit on Philadelphia fans. They want to shit on any fan of any city. Like, Pittsburgh fans can be crazy. Bengals fans are crazy. Ravens fans are crazy. Like, but there are crazy. That, that, yes. Except Chicago fans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Case in point. I'm kidding. <laughs> I uh, I agree with you. When everyone was talking about, you know, this whole time, ev- the narrative has been like, oh, Toronto fans are so nice. Like, they, Jimmy Kimmel did this thing where he tried so to nice. get them to, like, shit talk the players. Then they wouldn't. They were like, oh, we're Canadian. We don't do that. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, first of all. You want me to win so Kevin Durant? What a boot. Right. Like, maybe it's just <sighs> because I'm from Boston and I'm used to people dragging the entire city and everyone from it constantly. Which a lot of times, sure, it's warranted, but I'm sorry, if you think that an entire group of people is worse than another entire group of people, like, we're all bad on people. On average, everybody sucks. We're all bad people. We can have good moments, but like, I'm so, so I was kind of glad to see this, too. and I, I tweeted something about it, and then... Five minutes later, I deleted it because I remembered why I don't say anything serious on Twitter ever because it's not worth arguing people with people fighting. online. And um, but on a podcast, there's more, more room to like actually what talk about say? it. Well, it's just like this narrative that like I oh, didn't see your tweet because you deleted because I deleted it. <laughs> I was like this narrative that Canadians are nice is sure maybe they're better at being polite in social situations <laughs> on average, but it doesn't mean they're like nicer people in general to everyone. I just All don't sports think, fans are assholes, yeah. I think is the moral of the story. I just don't think there's any way that an entire country of people or an entire city of people can be, like, are on better. average better than another. I can see how other countries would be better than Americans, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Amer- I think, okay. Maybe, that's the right. Maybe Americans low. are the worst. <laughs> but Canada's basically America. Like, you're playing in the same basketball league. They just league. have better You have the same hockey league. <laughs> you're, on like, five minutes away from the border. You're in Toronto. You're basically it's not Detroit. like you're in Saskatchewan. Toronto is basically Detroit. Everybody knows that. It's basically like Buffalo, isn't it? Eh. I don't know. See, I've never been there. I think it's there. closer to... I think it's like across the river from Detroit. Um, This is a new segment called Geography. Yeah, it's across Geography the river from facts? Detroit. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's really close to Buffalo, though. Oh. It's closer to Buffalo than Detroit. Okay, well, I don't know where anything is because I'm a coastal elite yeah, I'll show who drinks you. frappuccinos. <laughs> well, Toronto's on the coast of Lake Ontario. Yeah, so. can you show me this? All the hockey people I used to go to college with used oh, to say wow. worst case Ontario instead of worst case scenario. And it's <laughs> stuck with me for like a few years. Oh, I love that. I always say worst case Ontario. Anyway, sorry. I'll probably tweet that later tonight. You should. Or whenever the next game is. Sorry about that Canadian rant. I just like, I think that I'm a little <laughs> triggered from everyone telling me how much I suck because I'm from Boston. Yeah, probably. I would be triggered too. You know? people, t- people say Cubs fans are the worst and like, uh, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, but yeah. Everyone sucks. There's no worst. Everyone's Thank just you. bad. Yes. This is a very like cynical and pessimistic <laughs> view of sports fandom. And like obviously we are both sports fans mm-hmm. and we like to see the best in people. However, I think it's fair to say that when you're emotional about a thing that like isn't really that important in the grand scheme of life, like a sport, like you kind of do things you don't mean to do and cheer for things you don't mean to cheer for. Exactly. And feel things that you wouldn't normally feel about you know, it's, also, I was. If you're walking down the street and see a guy tear his Achilles and like get hurt, you're not going to cheer, right? It's it's just you you get in a weird funk and you're in a mindset that you can't really control. Also, this might be not. This might be giving the Raptors fans a little too much credit, but maybe they didn't know what was going on and they like mm. like he he sits down. I know. I was watching can't. the game and when they 
put the camera back on Katie and you saw that he was still down, I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah, and in the replay yeah. where you see him like hop immediately, I was uh, like, oh yeah, no, they shouldn't also, have cheered for this. The replay where you can see his like thing his, on his leg, you can see pop. his like rupture. Also, isn't it weird that we still call it an Achilles heel? Like, no, that's, that's my favorite thing of weird. all time. I love that the it. I just think it's the myth is so great. Like this woman dipped her son in a river to make him immortal, but she had to hold him by somewhere, so she held him by the heel, and that's the only place you can kill him. Like it is such a practical myth. It's like yeah, well, although I'm all I've always been like, why didn't she just like tie a rope to his wrist and like dunk him in? You know? Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, hmm. But yeah, be so as good of a myth. No, you right. could well actually pretty much any mythological or biblical story. Very easily. <laughs> they like, didn't have cell phones back then. What they... were they supposed to do? <laughs> why didn't they just cut the baby in half? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? I also, Jess, here, so, okay, I understand this is a terrible thing that happened to Kevin Durant. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. I hope you're okay. He didn't die. If you're listening, Kevin. There okay, are, yes. I'm seeing a I, lot I know of what media I, coverage yes. where people are putting out these eulogies. <laughs> yes, it looks like he it looks like he died and they're like there are all these like sad shots of his face being like we love you Kevin, like thank you for everything. I'm like honestly, I know people have torn their AC, their Achilles like yeah, it sucks. He's probably going to be better He's maybe gonna by the winter. He's going to make a lot of money in the offseason anyway. They're still going to sign him. Like of course a team is still going to sign him. Yes. He's the best basketball player ever in the whole world that's why the raptors fans were cheering right like like why right. like every okay here's my here's my day about this whole situation is that i think everyone's being a little extra <laughs> i think drake set the bar really <laughs> high for Tell how extra we drake could be did. drake was there okay there have been like seven or eight clips of drake just reacting in the most absurd over-the-top dramatic ways like first like of all a mom he at was, a youth soccer yes, thing where kevin Durant got hurt and he i'm like no one can see me right now but he was like ah oh, he's like, damn shit his, like, he was moving oh, his like, arms all freaking around out like like someone had just killed his firstborn yeah and then after the game he was like walking through the tunnel like to leave the stadium and he was like dapping people up like he was one of the players it was the funniest <laughs> thing i've ever seen <laughs> he just is doing way too much he is doing way too much you know what's funny charlotte what? last week i said that drake I, I I understood why Drake was being like re- really um, touchy with Nick, oh, Nurse, Nick Nurse on the Where you said that if it were Mike Bray, I, you would right. touch him. Mike Bray was behind the Raptors bench <laughs> during I Game 5. I think you spoke that into existence. I think I did too. I think you really did. I, I saw him think- and like fainted. <laughs> it's Mike Bray. <laughs> That's my coach. <laughs> That's my man. I also think that Drake, um, I need to just brag for one second um, because I managed to get some questions to Guy Fieri through his publicist and I asked him about Drake no this is just a straight up brag like he and then Guy Fieri retweeted the thing I wrote about it and it was the best probably one of the top 10 moments of my life but he I asked I asked Guy Fieri, like, what do you think about Drake? Because Guy Fieri's a Warriors fan. Drake's the Raptors fan. And, and he was like, um, he, he declined to speak badly of him because he said they'd had some laughs and cooked together. Aww. Which I appreciated, but I was also like, can you talk just a little shit? Just to that would have been... It, wouldn't that have been great? 50,000 retweets, 300,000 <laughs> likes. Right, I'm like, Guy, I'm trying to go viral here. <laughs> can you help a sister out? He's a... He, but he's... That's what why we love a him. good guy that say it with me what a I, good guy. guy what a good guy he's a good he's a good guy fieri fieri <laughs> i'm guy fieri and we're rolling out on diners drive-ins and dives i want them to they played drake during the raptors like in a what do you call that when you go to commercial 
like, like a, lead into a commercial like a promo like intro yeah they outro. played a drake song and i was like you guys got to play the diners drive-ins and dives theme song <laughs> 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 Wouldn't that be great? yeah god i love guy all god, right come on the pod oh god yes please come on the pod uh should we do some world cup dates let's do some world cup dates does that sound weird out loud i think it was funnier written down it just sounds sort of like dirty cup is cup a weird dates. word in a sports context i think that's why why well, maybe well, there's not. a stanley cup in the world in the world cup, cup. <laughs> oh my god you can tell where my brain Ooh. is uh but this is I want to tie this into the Kevin Durant thing a little bit mm. because I feel like this week everyone became like the moral arbiters of sports. First of all, they became doctors. Right. Well, first they were doctors first they're- diagnosing Kevin Durant's injury from the sidelines. Right. And then they became the moral arbiters of whether when to cheer and how to be sportsmanlike because the U.S. <sighs> scored 13 goals against Thailand. Yes. The U.S. Women's, Nation- US Women's National Team first game was on Tuesday and they absolutely destroyed Thailand, which everyone saw it coming. I think last week on the podcast, we said that we thought they'd win eight to zero. That's what I had in my head. We were off by five goals. That's insane. They broke a record in men's and women's World Cup play. Most goals ever scored. Alex Morgan had five Five goals. goals. Five. Almost a double hat trick. It's just so wild to me. And I was really, it was like fun to watch. And like, and then the take started coming where it's like they shouldn't have scored so much or they shouldn't have been celebrating or they shouldn't have blah, blah, blah. And like this just points to the inequality in the system where Thailand oh, can't God. play up to the And like, right. sure, yeah, maybe there, like, there is an inequality in the soccer system. I think that's a conversation but, we can have later, though. We can enjoy the game and celebrate it and well, be I happy think, for the women and yes. then have this conversation like not the second the game ends or or have two separate conversations right. where one of them is like hey we should probably fix the pipeline that makes all the women play each other in the world when some are so wildly underprepared compared right. to the others and why would you not like you are trained they're basically like trained soccer assassins right that like why would you tell why would you tell someone and be like oh you know what don't no. get ex- don't get excited about that one we need to like save these people's feelings that you're playing against right. trying to win on a world stage so stop scoring here's something i don't know any of these Thai soccer players personally mm-hmm. but as someone who used to play soccer if a team was playing keep away or like was showing sympathy towards me while I was losing, I would take that as being even more disrespectful than just playing their game and beating the shit out of me. That's a fantastic point. Don't treat me like I'm some little dumb baby just because my team can't score 14 points to be your 13 (laughs) or can't get more than two shots on goal. Like we're, we're all competitors here. Like these women are not playing because they have their feelings hurt easily. They're playing because they're competitors and they want to win. And if they lose by 13 goals and you treat them like they're stupid, like sad, little pathetic who need your, who need a, like a mercy rule to be right. able to compete? Like that would piss me off more. Like wow. beat the shit out of me. Show me I'm worthless. I'll get back and be stronger the next day. That's what sports are about. I love that. And being, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Bad fan. But, <laughs> yeah, and being a terrible person. Apparently, <laughs> I just it drives me crazy. I I think social media is ruining my life. Yeah. I think I need to stop looking <laughs> at the internet. Should. I really should because I I see these takes and I'm like, who made you, who died and made you like oh the the queen of sports like tell me how to feel please right. tell me how i'm wrong i also saw a lot of like um the like the u.s women won by 13 goals pay the players and i'm like okay <laughs> the fact that they don't 
<laughs> that was like a college football like pay the player like it was supposed to be like pay the players more is what i meant to say like deal with but, this yeah. lawsuit of right inequality. exactly like okay the fact that they're winning games doesn't have anything to do with this lawsuit mm-hmm. like the the lawsuit that the u.s women are suing the u.s soccer federation for yeah. is equal pay because they play the same sport and they're doing the same job it's not because one team's better than the other team the outcome of this game yes it it does help that they're winning it does help that they're an incredible team and like People, they're recognizable and they're visible and they're on the cover of Sports Illustrated and they're all over the place. Like, it definitely helps that they're World Cup defending champions. But the fact that they beat Thailand 13 to 0 shouldn't have anything to do with the fact that they want to get paid. They should be able to get beat 13 to 0 and yes. have the same like the men do reaction. <laughs> right. They scored 13, they scored in one World Cup game more goals than the men scored in the entire last World Cup they were in because they didn't go to it no 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 the one before oh. the one that they actually the last two the, cups <laughs> yeah the last one they were in which was um i also south re- africa i also read in the wasn't it no it was um yeah 2010 yeah um uh, south africa oh, no. i've been there <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a great place um i read in the new york times that um the 2015 final in Canada between the United States and Japan averaged 23 million English language viewers in the States, six million more than the 2014 Men's World Cup final. Whoa. I mean, the men, the U.S. men weren't in the 2014 Men's right. World Cup final. So. Right. But the lawsuit, again, just what you said, the lawsuit doesn't come down to who's good and who's bad. It comes down to the fact no, that 2014 these are- was the last World Cup. It's not every eight years. It's every four years. Yeah. But the last one that the- one the, in Brazil. The, the men, 2018 was the one the men didn't make last summer. Oh my God, I have no sense of time. Yeah. Wow. I'm sitting here being like, yeah, well, you know, it's 2015. So, sorry. Okay. No, because so. I got confused too because I forgot that there's numbers in between zero and nine <laughs> that are multiples of four. This, you know what this is? This is not only math, this is also time. We never stood a chance. <laughs> <laughs> we, but we, the two things we can't do are math and time. And this one just like came up and sucker punched us in the back. I just, of the head. I think I forgot there was a World Cup last summer because the US men weren't in it. <laughs> I also, I don't, I still, who won? Germ- Spain. France. <laughs> Remember, because. No, I was going to say France did win. The men. The yes. Frenchmen. Yes. And I, I oh, remember well, that uh, because I watched it in, um, I was in South Carolina, I watched it at a bar, and I, I made a Les Mis joke. That's the, oh, only re- that's the only reason. Two, four, six, so one. <laughs> Jean Valjean. I don't remember. The final it. score no. was two, two to four or something. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, basically, like, everyone just needs to chill out, I think. We can be happy for the women and also recognize that, like, yeah, there are some issues here. It sucks for Thailand that they don't have the support that the U.S. women have in development and all of that, even though the U.S. women's development is not as good as it could be. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's unfair, like, but that's how tournaments work, and, like, well, and also it's like, okay, take that and then like try to fix it as opposed to telling, I don't think not celebrating the U.S. women right. or having them not- Or feeling bad about or it. Or having that, like at the end of the game, of course they're going to be excited. Like that's not going to change, their emotional response isn't going to change the structural problems. So- It reminded me of like a UConn Bethune-Cookman like first round women's basketball game. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's exactly and what it was. And you know, honestly, like- I'm glad they scored 13 goals because I think they came into this World Cup. They filed this lawsuit in March mm-hmm. and they came into this World Cup and they're trying to make noise and yep. prove a point and be like, look how fucking good we are. We are the best soccer team in the world and we get paid 38 cents to the dollar of what the men make. Yep. Like we're proving a point right now. We I deserve your support. to be brash and bold and like fuck you out there. Right. Like that's what I want. But 
at the same time, they don't have to be to get what they want. Exactly. Which is a point I already made five minutes ago. Honestly, it's also like just play the game like anyone. I just, I'm getting angry. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm getting like, I'm about, to, I'm about, I was about to go on like a real like feminist rant and I don't feel the need to right now because i think we've covered a lot of it we have we're we're we're, we're really happy for our girls we especially julia it's our close personal friend who we have tweeted at multiple times and she has yet to come respond. on the podcast listen julie all we want is at the end of this when this is all over <laughs> please come on our podcast we're begging you and we're just gonna keep tweeting at you until maybe you either do or get a restraining order and either way we will have earned it <laughs> Uh, so Jess, there's something you put down on our little Google Doc um, in terms of a certain Green Bay Packers quarterback. Yeah, we never talked about the beer chugging. Incident. I have no idea w- w- really? what this is. Oh my god! Okay, this was this was a few weeks ago. This was in between when we when we pre-taped our pre-Memorial Day episode. Oh yeah, yeah. So we never talked about this. Oh. Aaron Rodgers was courtside at a Bucks game. I don't. Did we talk about this? No, we didn't talk about this. No, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even about. know what you're okay. talking about. Well, it was it was the secret podcast Brandon and I recorded without you. <laughs> You said that as I took a sip of water and I almost just sprayed Spewed everywhere. Um, no, Aaron Rodgers was on the sideline of a... Can you, can you release that someday? <laughs> just send it to me. Yeah. <laughs> the secret pod. Anyway. Um, the lost tapes. Yeah. Um, what was I just Aaron saying? Rogers Aaron Rodgers was, was on the court side of a, of a Bucks, uh raptors game and I forget which off- offensive lineman it was, but he started chugging his beer and did like a your turn thing to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron it was Rodgers, David Bakhtiari. Yes, that yeah. was it. Aaron Rodgers tried to chug his and like couldn't finish it and it was pretty embarrassing. Really? Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, he can't chug beer. Like what a stupid loser. Also like, dude, you live in Wisconsin. Of all the places where you can't drink beer, like that's gotta that's be the pretty worst. Bad. That's, that's like living in LA and not being look. able to chug green juice. Come on, man. <laughs> Figure it out. That's like living in New York and like never seeing trash. <laughs> right. <laughs> and not being able to step on a rat when you see it in the subway with your stiletto heel. <laughs> Just kidding. New Yorkers don't do that. I wish I could. And like, though. Jess, what do you what I've seen a lot of rats to? lately. Uh, it's rat season. Okay. okay well, that's so, besides the point. So what did Rogers say about this? He was trying to defend himself and people asked him about it. Okay, so then, okay, I should go back for a second because then, like, there was another game Pat Mahomes was at and he chugged, like, a Truly or something out of a can. You couldn't Which even is really, a hard seltzer. Yeah, you couldn't even see, like, how much was in it. So who even knows what how he did that? But it, he came off as better than Aaron Rodgers. Mm. And then Mitch Trubisky chugged a beer and he downed it in, like, pretty much, like, pretty quickly. Oh, so, like, quickly. all these young quarterbacks are out chugging Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Mm. Brutal. Tough luck. I think there was another person, too. I can't remember who it was. But, um... Aaron Rodgers said to the media, like, um, he could, he was like, I'd like to see them try this with scotch or something. Like, he can chug scotch and other Whoa. people can't. And I was like, you might have a problem. But that also, is a one way ticket to alcohol poisoning. Who even, <laughs> who even chugs scotch? You're supposed to sit, like, be a gentleman about it. Come on. The last time I chugged <laughs> scotch, I was. 19 and I puked for like two days so I don't recommend it what's not to brag I party of, what's the statute of limitations on uh, <laughs> underage, drink- <laughs> underage drinking because I think the- I've already listen coming um wow okay so but then he was like okay well it's one stat that people can say they're better at me then or something and I was oh. like oh he's kind of a oh Tom Brady chugged a beer that was it oh yeah fake he is gonna be tom is gonna be at the game tonight i was gonna say he's gonna be the flag waiver stomachache for two years (laughs) (laughs) yeah that too it's like when von miller ate the cheese stick between john krasinski tom brady both being at will john ham be there oh 
I don't know. I'm going to just like run around the stadium trying to sneak into suites and find all these famous people. Stadium, arena, whatever. Anyway, um, should we do some segs? Yeah, let's do some let's segs. Let's do some segs. Uh, personal news. I'm clearly freaking out about the Bruins. Um, but in other personal news, I keep getting got by fake things online. Yeah, you do. So we thought we'd solve this problem when I'm when Jess came up with, or maybe we both came up with this together. I'm not allowed to quote tweet Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport <laughs> because I got got by the fake one so often. Adam Scheffler. Uh, seriously. Like, I Ian just... Rapp- with like six P's. Right. Port. I will get got constantly, yes. even though I did quote tweet one about the hard knocks thing last night, but that's only because I like verified it five times okay, and you had texted it to me already. So I felt <laughs> like, so I verified it, but I got got most recently. There was a British newspaper that said that the name Gary, <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. I cannot even, there was a British newspaper that said that the name Gary was going to die out by 2050. And I it tw- said there had been no babies born since 1992 named Gary. So I, so I G-chatted to Jess, Jess and I was like, holy shit, we're gonna, there are going to be no more Garys. I can't believe that. And you clicked it and it, it you were like, sure, this is. Well, what? no, I, I was like, holy shit. And then I Googled it immediately <laughs> to see where this thing came from. Because there was no like, in the screenshot of this article, there was no like newspaper header or anything. It was just text and like some fake looking graphs. I was like, okay, I feel like I need to get to the bottom of this before and I'm like, whoa, before we talk about it. And then I found that it was from a thing that was posted like four years ago <laughs> that someone had already debunked online. That was like it was like a British version of the Onion. Yeah, I got got by something five years ago that was <laughs> supposed to be fake news. When people get got by the Onion, I feel like. How are we still doing this? It's, the Onion's been around for a really long time. Yeah, I know. That's that's one that I that I haven't gotten got by, but man, that was dark times. Um, do you have any personal news? <laughs> um, I just wanted to say you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Like Thanks. you're someone in our office like a month ago announced oh. to the entire room that Josh Rosen had been traded to the Giants. This was before the draft, and like people freaked out and were like texting people about it, and it was it was an ugly situation. And within five seconds we found out that it was fake but but there, there was, was like damage had already damage been done. had been done yeah um anyways i saw this article in the new york mag that says how to spot a viral story oh nice a fake viral story okay five signs a viral story is fake is what it's called mm-hmm. um and it uh, remind me did you see the whole thing about the guy who said that he stole a brick of cocaine out of a car there's this whole viral twitter yeah, yeah, thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then he ended up being he so this man tweeted a very long thread about how he bought this car off of someone and then found a brick of black tar heroin in the hood of it and sold it for 40 grand and then basically like sold it the car back to these drug dealers who were looking for it and tried to like put fake heroin in it and then they got mad and then they were part of a gang and then the gang has a hit on him now and like all this stuff basically um Opposed to this whole viral thing. And then obviously it was fake because that is just an absurd story. Also, why would you tell someone that story? Well, exactly. I'm like, if I I just got caught with black tar heroin in my car, I'm probably not going to go online and brag about it. And tweet about it to go viral. And then like, because also if someone does have a hit out on you, then they're definitely going to kill you. (laughs) Yeah. So this guy posted this whole thing and then apparently like he got in actual trouble with a gang who he like 
was said this whole thing was about i don't know it was this whole fucking thing and then he posted a gofundme because he wants to write a screenplay about it so like people basically got got by this guy and were like this story's crazy and then this weekend there was another guy who posted a viral story about like how he met his wife at like some cemetery it was this whole like Oof. plot twisty bullshit story that i wife guy. read and i was like this is so dumb and then people like people like know and respect were quote tweeting it like this story has an amazing kick at the end and i was like oh god like this is so obviously fake right so anyways i thought like this is a good like ask a youth type segment i feel like because as a society we need to not get got anymore we need to stop getting got it's like, not just you charlotte no and at least i will say at least the things that i get got for are so stupid <laughs> it's like tom brady's retiring and i'm like no <laughs> and then it's like get the name gary is gone forever and i'm like ah! <laughs> like i'm not getting got by like oh you know this healthcare system of but you know, like i'm not ms13 wants to kill me because yeah. i sold their heroin i see that and i can spot it right it so but i do think that the more serious things are the ones that we really need to stop getting got by well you know what we'll tweet out this link yeah i'll well, just uh, i'll just read the i'll read the five things okay the first one is these are how you tell a story is a, a viral story is fake mm-hmm. the first one says the person tweeting the story is the hero oh Second one says too many capital letters. So Mike Trout is always So he's not actually ever going on a plane to Chicago. <laughs> no, those are lowercase. You're right, sorry, sorry. Um three. It takes more than one tweet to tell. Yeah. I guess if it's a really long thread, it's a sign that yeah. it's probably yeah. over embellished. Yeah. I get that. Four. Story time. It's so anyone who seems eager to tell their story should send up a red flag for you. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. These because these people are doing it for attention, I think. Right. They're like, I want to go viral so that I can write a screenplay. Story time. Right. Here's the time I sold heroin. Oh, you mean saying story time before they basically, yeah, like, yeah. let me tell you about the story of when I sold a ton of heroin to right. someone and made seven million dollars and now I'm being outed by the IRS, but they want to kill me. These are great tips. Who and are, then who are it's on New York Mag. The fifth one says there are oh, fo- Madison Malone Kircher. She's good. Mm. Oh, I, I thought I meant like where. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, okay. The fifth one says there are follow up threads. So like if the if the person goes viral with a crazy story and then they have another crazy story the next day, like they're full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't help us with our Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, Adam Scheffler, Adam Scheffler situation. situation but it I does think- help us with the longer threads, and it now it helps all of you listening to this. You should always be a skeptic. Yes. Always be. Okay. Um, All sports fans are terrible people. Always be skeptical because no one's telling the truth. And (laughs) the third lesson comes at the end (laughs) of the podcast. Um, So ask a youth. That was a pretty good ask youth. But I I do. Do you know? So Justin Bieber tweeted out the other night. He was like, hey, Tom Cruise, fight me in the (laughs) octagon for UFC. Do you know why? Um, Was that out of the blue? I think this was out of the blue. He tweeted. I want to challenge Tom Cruise to fight in the octagon. Tom, if you don't take this fight, you're scared and you will never live it down. Who's willing to put it on, put on the fight at Dana White? So when I saw this, I texted you and I was like, why does Bieber want to fight Tom Cruise? Because I figured there was like mm, some long feud right. or like some youth thing that I had missed on right. some social platform that I don't understand. And it turns out it was just completely out of the blue. Yeah, I think I texted you back and said probably some Canadian shit. No, no, no. You said ha 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 ha. And then a few seconds or like a few minutes later, you're like, wait, you're serious. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, and then you said it was probably some Canadian shit. Um, I just kind of wouldn't mind seeing this fight. I would watch this. I would watch I this Tom before Cruise I would watch win. any other UFC I would put fight. my money on Tom Cruise. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I... Okay, well... 
Tom, Tom Cruise does his own stunts. He does his own stunts. Yeah. He's like has old man strength yes. at this point. Yes. And Justin Bieber's just like a little soft. Whoa, because he's Canadian. Canadians are assholes. We learned that today. Yeah, but then they backtrack. Like mm. all the Raptors fans were like, "Oh, we're sorry, we cheered." And I'm Justin like, Bieber. "If we're gonna cheer, like <laughs> Justin Bieber punches Tom Cruise in the face, and he's like, sorry. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, sorry." Oh. Okay, Justin Bieber's 25. He's oh, we're the same age. He's five nine and 146 pounds. Oh my god, that's pretty small. That's tiny. That's really small. Tom Cruise is 56. Whoa, five Oof. seven. Five seven. And anywhere from 148 to 170 pounds, depending on what source you read. Okay. What? I also think he could get some good angles being a little lower down and stockier and sturdier. I don't think Tom Cruise is 5'7". Oh, yeah. No, he is. He's tiny. He's got to be 5'. No, I think he's smaller. Oh, oh, oh. Like 5'6"? He's a small boy. Yeah. He doesn't let himself get... Fo- Have you ever seen pictures of him with his like Scientology people? Like, No. Oh, man. Well, we probably shouldn't slander Tom Cruise. Yeah, pod. Tom Cruise, like, whatever, you're fine. But I, I do think uh, that he... Is he? Is he a problem? He's, all of... I mean, they're all problems. Look, everyone's a problem. <laughs> That's the third lesson. Um, I would, though, if this is, like, just straight up betting on this fight, my money's on Tom Cruise. I, feel I like, hope it happens. I feel like Bieber is scrappier. Tom Cruise, like, thinks he can do all this, like, Tai Chi and, like, mixed martial <laughs> arts shit. You're right. He would be in the, like, and doing Bieber, praying mantis right. in the ring and Bieber's <laughs> just, like... Punch. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I think that's what would happen. Okay. I would mm-hmm. also just love to the fallout from this. We get material for I feel I feel sorry for Canada, but this is tremendous <laughs> content. Uh, transitioning to is it sports? We haven't done one of these in a while. Yes, uh, we have one today that is about the walkout song playlist for the candidates at the Iowa Democrats Hall of Fame campaign <laughs> yesterday. The songs were chosen by the campaigns. Um, I, I'm, can I just read a few of these? First of all, I want to say. I recognize like four of these people's names. These are people running for president, Democrats running for president. I was going to do it by do we know this person's first name or not? Oh, okay. so so it's all of these are done by last name and then they say what song it was. So the first one says Booker, Lovely Day, Bill Withers. That's Cory Booker. Right. He was like the governor of New Jersey mm-hmm. or something or yeah. no yeah. senator something something New Jersey Jersey. Mm-hmm. He was the senator of New Jersey. Oh, that was my personal lose. I went to the Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. I ate a lot of good ice cream there. Um, That's all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> Swalwell. Don't know this person's first that? name. Caught up in the country. Also don't know that song. Sanders. Bernie. Power to the people. Obviously, that's his song. Gabbard. I don't know who that is. Mm-mm. Okay. Ain't I'm, a Mountain High Enough. All of these songs are bad, I think, is what we're... Oh, no, no, no. No? I think some of them are good. I think they're corny as walk-up songs. Mm. Like, I love the song Lovely Day by Bill Withers, but I'm like... That's sort of a... I don't know. I don't know that song. Oh, it's good. It's like it's a, a lovely day. No, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> you too. Lovely day. <laughs> lovely day. <laughs> I'm not going to sing them all again. Mm. Basically, oh, someone, Ryan, had Old Town Road. Who's Ryan? I don't know, because all the first names of this are cut off. No, not Paul. Some, John Hickenlooper, who's like an older guy, did Good Life by One Republic, which is a... How is there no Imagine Dragons on this list? (laughs) That's right. Uh, So, is this sports? Is is the Democrats' walk-up songs for an Iowa caucus? Hold on, wait a second. Bill de Blasio's song is Rudy Can't Fail. Rudy... Giuliani was the mayor before him. What is what this? Does this mean? What? Who? Why would you choose this? I don't understand. Can I just say, Bill De Blasio killed a, a groundhog once. Oh my God, that's right. Allegedly, sorry, allegedly killed a groundhog. 
No, he yeah. I mean, allegedly, he just kept it in the cage for too long. No, allegedly, it was Groundhog Day, and he allegedly was holding a groundhog on TV. Allegedly, and then the groundhog allegedly fell because he allegedly dropped it. And then two weeks later, the zoo that the groundhog was from was trying to cover up the fact the groundhog had died, allegedly, and allegedly. Bill de Blasio may have allegedly not my president <laughs> given it internal bleeding that killed it. Oh, allegedly, God, that's awful. No one seems allegedly. To like, no one, <laughs> no one seems to allegedly like Bill de Blasio. So. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> we're gonna get sued uh, by Tom Cruise. <laughs> so we didn't fine. say we didn't say allegedly once when talking about Tom. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise is allegedly five seven. Okay, and he allegedly weighs between one hundred and forty eight and one hundred and seventy pounds. And he's, he's allegedly an al- old man strength. And allegedly a Scientologist. And I would allegedly put my money on him if I were to allegedly bet on this alleged fight. People are saying that he's in Scientology. <laughs> what is alleged? Allegedly. Allegedly. All I know about the word allegedly is that if you say it, you can't get sued because <laughs> you're alleging it's, something. It's a, it's a like an invisibility cloak for your terrible, terrible takes. <laughs> right. If I'm saying like Charlotte protection. allegedly embezzled money from Sports Illustrated. Oh. You can't sue me. No, but now it's in people's heads. So it's also a brilliant tactic if you're trying to like sabotage. Exactly. It's like just allegedly. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to do a Mike Bray joke, but I couldn't think of like oh, I was going to be no, like, we shouldn't go there. Yeah. And anyway, just allegedly took a bribe from Mike Bray to, to not report a story about him allegedly paying players to be the leprechaun yes and and (laughs) just allegedly said she would maybe touch mike bray's shoulder if Mm. notre dame were doing well and she was sitting courtside yes allegedly allegedly all right let's move on to summer you do not pass allegedly school (laughs) i failed out of (laughs) allegedly i failed out of allegedly school uh, oh, we're gonna, get we're gonna move on to some summer 2019 updates yes um love that you guys are taking this to heart we've gotten so many pictures of yes. you of your glasses of wine in front of your the sports that you're watching and it really made me so happy me too i love summer wine teen summer wine teen's so good so keep doing it tell us what you're we would love to hear what you're drinking for game seven tonight yes but this is after the fact so tweet I'll, at I'll us tweet that out tweet at us what you're drinking this weekend if you're watching any baseball games yes Jess, what are some options um a cardinals mets series mm-hmm. happening that i'm allegedly going to really weather permitting oh, yes fun um there's a um we got a Sox orioles yes thank you yep no problem <laughs> we got white Sox yankees we got d-backs nationals also d-backs ever since we made hot dogs with them they don't suck i think we yeah i think we gave them the like like the good mojo we had yes, for our team. I think you're right. I'm a little sick about it, but you know. <laughs> when yes. it's also, prayers up to David Ortiz. He was shot in the Dominican Republic. I am really hoping that he is okay. That's a whole story with a hard, lot of... Hard segue from Summer Wine Sorry, team. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to put this out there. We need to put right. good energy into the world for him. There are a lot of rumors out there that I'm not going to get into because um, yes. we don't deal in rumors. Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged rumors. These these rumors are so alleged that even saying allegedly, I would feel weird right. bringing him up. And we feel bad because no one should get shot. Especially not <laughs> Especially David Ortiz, Ortiz. Um, and we hope he's okay. Yes. even though we laugh through um, all of the times we have to say serious things because we both are uncomfortable with feelings. <laughs> well, I think I'm okay with them. Maybe I that's just like me. You, I feel like that's a little projection there. 
<laughs> um, but I laugh because you laugh. So <laughs> your your laugh is my laugh. This laugh is my. I just laugh. did the Leonardo There's DiCaprio like, Great Gatsby like. Cheers with a with cold the, brew. The, that was good. I did it back. Who's Man. our Patriot of the Week? Um, okay, no Patriot of the Week this week because no one earned it. So oh. do better. No, the U.S. Women's National Team. Can they be the Patriots of the Week? Yeah. Okay. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't think of that five minutes ago when we were like, who's I was going to say Patriot? Julie Ertz. But I think she should just be the Patriot of the Week for every if segment we that we do during the World Cup. If we don't have a Patriot of the Week, it's because... It, it, we it's just default Julie Ertz. Yeah, Julie Ertz is just our patriot of the right. week forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured you as one of the Minutemen at a Patriots game, and it made me giggle. <laughs> I mean, some fingers crossed, we're going to make that happen. I really want to make that happen. That is, that is one of our dreams. Is that if you know anyone who's a Minuteman man, mm-hmm. minute do minute they have man. minute women? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you know any oh, of them, oh yeah. Please slide in our DMs. All we need to find is someone who works the games at Foxborough, you know, where they have all the Minutemen lined up. Yes. If you also know Steely McDan, McBeam. (laughs) Steely Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Also, if you're close personal friends with Yacht Yacht Rock Group, Steely Dan, just let us know. Oh, that reminds me of my favorite line from the movie Knocked Up, which I probably shouldn't repeat on this podcast. But if you know the line, I don't have to say it. I it is in my head. <laughs> All right, uh, we Thank Mike God, Trout. No one can see that. Okay, our last segment. We unofficial, need to, yes. official Mike Trout fan club. Yes. Last week, thank you for bearing with us through these, through this fan club because last week yes. was tough. I'm not gonna lie, I had trouble with the fan club last week because he didn't give us much. But we have a few things this week. Do um, we? Yeah. Oh. Well, so Mike Trout. After a game-tying home run, now he leads Major League Baseball in Fangraphs WAR, which is worth above replacement. It's what like win, it? wins, above. wins above replacement. I don't know, but whatever. Basically, it means he's the best. Yeah, it means he <laughs> contributes the most while he's on the field. Like, yes. It's like the plus minus of baseball, basically. This is like a hardcore sabermetric. Yes. This is, um, yes. This is just stat central. This is so sabermetric that, like, I don't think us math nerds can really even you know explain it well no idea um <laughs> way too many numbers just just a lot of categories with numbers in them um, but charlotte we were saying that his like on the field performance wasn't part of mike trout fan club like we wanted extra i know and i'm just saying that it's gotten to a point where i felt like we have to talk this about is something. one of the things that although um this guy um Jesse Sanchez, who is a national reporter who does baseball stuff for Major League Baseball. I literally just read his Twitter bio. <laughs> I, could, I didn't know who he was. I just saw this tweet and I drafted it. He said um, that his oldest... So, tweet from him. The oldest boy has camp in the morning. He's tired and a little cranky, but I let him stay up to watch Trout hit. Trout homers. Boy goes to bed with a smile on his face. Hashtag father of the year candidate, which... Again... This is not really telling us anything about Mike Trout's like personality. No, the only the only things we know about Mike Trout are that some little kids really love him. Yeah, like the um, kid who wears his jersey to school every day or whatever. He posted a an Instagram of baseball bats, and um, the <laughs> caption said, "There's some sticks." No, wait, there's some sticks. Two exclamation points. Are you kidding? There's me? some sticks. Yeah, there's some sticks. 
Oh my god. He dude. also posted um a, a tweet. This one's interesting. Okay. Tampa. Airplane, <laughs> airplane, airplane. You get me every time. See? This every is time. why I get got. I am too trusting. I know. I I get you every time. But he did tweet he did tweet thoughts and prayers going out to David Ortiz with three praying hands emojis. That's very sweet. That is. Okay. Yep. That's great. Forty one thousand likes. Holy shit. Jesus. This man for well, because he's tweeting about so airplanes in cities, not constantly. He has two point five million followers on Twitter. Does he really? Yes, that's like more than any other baseball player. In one point six million on Instagram, and he like doesn't really Instagram that much. I want to see how many Twitter followers Alex Bregman has. There's no way it's that many. I feel like it's probably like five hundred thousand. Oh my god, two hundred forty-eight thousand. Wow. And Trout has two point one million. Why do you think that's that a is? Lot. Uh, Chris Bryant has one million. Uh, wow, Mookie. We're just googling like <laughs> Mookie Betts only has one hundred ninety-eight thousand. Do you think Mike Trout is the most followed? Wait, Bryce Harper. Let's check out him. Oh, good call. Let's see. I got this. Manny Machado checking also. Bryce Harper has one point six million. Um. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. How did Mike Trout is the most boring? No, we sorry, love sorry, Mike sorry, Trout. Sorry. We we do. We love Mike Trout. And we're trying to make him interesting. <laughs> Jesus, Brandon. He is interesting. <laughs> we're just showing people how interesting he exactly. is. Exactly. That's so many followers. Allegedly. <laughs> okay, oh, Bryce okay. Harper has only one million on in, on Twitter. That's less than half of what Mike Trout has. Maybe we should just start. Maybe if we really want real engagement, Jess, we should just start tweeting, um, you know, where we're going all the time and keep it at that. Javi Bias has 1.1 million followers. That's kind of more than I'd expect, but he's the best player in the whole world. So, <laughs> Well, so that story checks out. <laughs> so that checks out. Yeah, I think from now on when Charlotte and I travel together for work, we're going to do a, like, Chicago airplane, airplane, airplane from the MVP totally. account. Do you think we should start doing that individually? Like, today when I go to Boston, should I do Boston with a train emoji? That's a good question. We do travel a lot. I feel like it's funnier from the MVP account. Yeah. Makes more sense. Or what if we tweet from the MVP account, Charleston, train, 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 then like the dash sign underneath and then Charlotte. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Every time we travel. That's We're going to get really sick of that because we travel a lot. We travel. Well, they'll just know where we are. (laughs) Ooh. Creepy. Um, Was there anything else we had sort of floating around? Um, I feel like we've hit all of the main emotional. This is a very emotional pod. The US Open is this weekend. Oh. I'm super psyched. Lots of fescue. Do you think that what? <laughs> fescue. What's fescue? Fescue. That's what they call like the the rough and oh, oh, certain right. like golf the like long grass. The right? rough, yeah. <laughs> the rough. Um, it's a specific Phil, type of of rough. My favorite storyline of this one is a tiger again, obviously, because any major he's in from now on, we're gonna be like, can he do it? Um, but Phil is trying to win at this is the only major he hasn't won his grandfather was a caddy at pebble beach so it all sort of like comes full circle blah 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 he's not gonna i mean he's not gonna do it but who do you, who do you think's gonna win brooks really i yeah for a third year in a row yeah wouldn't it be his third year in a row my money like if i had to bet i would put my money on brooke although it could be dustin johnson if i had to bet i'm gonna say it's gonna be someone a little bit more obscure like justin rose or patrick canelay okay I don't know why. I just could you see like a Tony Finau don't come see, from behind? I maybe I don't no. I don't I don't see any of the big three winning. I don't know really? why. Maybe Brooks will win. He's on, he's on fire. Brooks. I just feel like Brooks has so much momentum and he's having such a moment. But it'd be, be 
It, well, it well. The caffeine is really <laughs> catching up to me right now. We timed it really well today. We I did. Do, I think I'm about Energy to go sit in a room and like. Uh, I'm gonna try to get you drink too much caffeine. Crash. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do like a five second agro facts on fescue? Fescue. Oh, festuca is a genus of flowering plants belonging to the grass family. Oh, cool. There you go. Okay. Uh, so also, fescue. real quick agro fact. Apparently, <laughs> they crush up beetles to make food coloring. We'll talk you- about that one next week. Okay. Yeah. That's going to require some. Just take it away. Deliberation. <laughs> um, but anyways, U.S. Open this weekend. Women's World Cup going on. We got basketball and hockey coming up. If you're listening to this, Charlotte is either very happy or very sad. Just sitting here like this pumping. Yeah. Oh. So anyways, let's eat this week.